Welcome to catholicaudiomedia.substack.com, the media outreach of St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts, where you can find us at stanthonyalston.org. That's stanthonyalston.org. And you can also connect to our other podcasts at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com. Well, as I do on Mondays, I podcast the homily I gave over the weekend. This is from the 10 o'clock a.m. Mass on Sunday morning. As you remember, the reading at Mass was that if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could speak to this mulberry bush and cast it into the sea. Well, the question is, what does all that mean? And I thought I'd address this in a way that we could appreciate how we deal with this in today's world. So as you'll see, my focus will be not so much on the size of faith, the size of a mustard seed, but on exactly how we define faith and how do we know that what we believe is true. Again, this comes from St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts, where you have a standing invitation to come to our 10 o'clock a.m. Mass every Sunday at 43 Holton Street in Alston, Massachusetts, stanthonyalston.org. Let's switch over to the Mass right now. So in today's Gospel, we see the story about faith the size of a mustard seed, and we can focus on that. But if we focus on something else, we may have a better understanding, and that is, what is faith itself? Back, this is now I come to realize, strangely enough, it's about 25 years ago, one of the big uh, fads at the time was the magic eyes, and I'm sure many of you know what I'm talking about. And the magic eye, of course, was this image that looked like static on TV. But if you looked at the image, eventually you would see a 3D image that would appear. And actually, depending on how you look, the image would move as if you were moving around an actual 3D image. Some people could see it right away. Other people had to try different tricks to get to see it, and other people never saw it at all. But the image was actually there. And strangely enough, I learned that the technology that created that image is actually about 200 years old. It's not new at all. And so we look at that. There's an understanding that it is there. Whether people can see it or not, it is actually there. Another example is sound. If you have perfect hearing, you can hear between 20 hertz and 20,000 hertz. So anything in that range, you can hear. And that's how sound works, where the sound waves are interpreted by your ear so you can hear them in that frequency. There's that question, if a tree falls in the wood and there's no one around to hear it, does it still make a sound? The answer is no. Because in order for it to make a sound, something has to receive those sound waves and with no one around, does not make a sound. And so any frequency above or below that we can't hear. So if a tree falls in the woods and you happen to be right next to it, but the sound it makes is 35,000 hertz, you're not going to hear anything. It's going to be no sound at all. At the same time, there's sound lower than that, below 20 hertz, that we can't hear, but we can feel. 
And so there's that sound as well. And so there are those realities in this. And we see the same thing with light, infrared and ultraviolet and everything we can't see, but they are really there only with the light spectrum. So our ability to understand the world around us is limited by what we can actually perceive as per our, our body. So we understand that reality. And that's something that we look at within the context of faith. We understand faith in a bigger world in the concept of the spiritual aspect. So a lot of what, as a matter of fact, what I just talked about is all within the material world. And when we talk about people talking about science, they're talking about everything within the material world. And we believe that, but we also believe in a bigger concept, which is also known as the spiritual world. So obviously we don't believe the material or the spiritual, we believe in the material and the spiritual. So we believe all of that and with that understanding we see a concept and understanding of how the world actually works. And it's from that aspect that Jesus is speaking. Now if I happen to be talking to an atheist physics professor, and that obviously does not imply that physics professors are by default atheists, but if I happen to be talking to one, then everything, and he's the best in the world, everything that he believes I will understand or believe within the context of how well I can understand physics, but everything he believes obviously I will believe as well, but then again I believe more. So I believe in angels and evolution. I believe in uh, God and physics. So I believe all of that. And within that, in co that context, that's how I see and experience the world. So like I said, if someone says they don't believe in God, but they only believe in physics, then I believe more than that. Now many people will say, prove to us that God exists. Show us God. Well, we can't do that. And we can't do that because no one can see God unless they are within the ability to be able to see him in his presence. So if you want me to say there's God right over there, it's not going to work. But if we take that same scientific principle and we understand what we believe, then we also believe if what we believe is true, then if X, Y, then if what we believe is true, then X, Y, and Z will happen. And if X, Y, and Z doesn't happen, that what we believe is not true. So we can look at all of that and ask the simple question. If that is true, will X, Y, and Z happen? So let's go back to the science principle. We all understand about science, and we understand everything about it, and we also understand what we believe in that we are human beings, but we have an inclination to sin. That's part of our faith, which is why Jesus came to save us from that. If I believe everything I believe, then the world will work a certain way. If I don't, the world will work another way. If I believe in science and human beings are capable of doing great things with science, where does genocide come from? How does that exist? Because we believe in that saying, very simple, better living through science. So where does genocide come from? How does that happen? How is it that we are talking this morning about someone thought it was a bright idea to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline? Or someone thought it was a good, bright idea to invade Ukraine? Where does all that come from? All of that is done through science, but science also 
if what we believe is true, that we as human beings can believe all that, but we also know that we have an inclination to sin, then X, Y, and Z would happen, and X, Y, and Z happen. And that, that's where we understand our faith. Now, we bring all that to the Lord in our prayer, and we say, Lord, show us what you want us to do. Show us how to believe as you call us to believe, and show us how to do what you call us to do. And in doing so, the Lord will increase our faith and help us to do what he asks us to do, even if it is to tell a mulberry bush to move over there or to have a faith that moves mountains. You're listening to catholicaudiomedia.substack.com, and we'll be right back right after this. You can now leave a message for us, which we can air and discuss on this program. Just call 617-297-7452. That's 617-297-7452. 617-297-7452. Feel free to call, leave a comment, a question, or even feedback, and we may play it on the air. I can discuss your comment or question as well, so give that a try. 617-297-7452. Well, if you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe to our Substack newsletter. Also, if you want, go over to catholicaudiomedia.com. You can check out our shopping tab, and if there's any Christmas gifts you might enjoy there. Some of them are Christmassy, some of them are not, but you want to check that out. Also, also my latest book is available over there, so you can check that as well, out as well. In the meantime, have yourself a blessed day. Thank you for reading or listening, or both, here at catholicaudiomedia.substack.com and stay tuned for more of our content that pops up during the week. Have a blessed week. If you would like to support our program, please consider a donation to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts. There are several ways to consider this. One is to purchase any of our merchandise, which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com. There are coffee mugs there. There's also my latest book, Encounter Christ in Your Humanity, all of which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. You can also donate to the show directly through either the Donate tab, also at catholicaudiomedia.com, or by sending a donation through the U.S. Postal Service with your questions and comments at 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. That's St. Anthony Parish, 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. Finally, the best way you can support our parish is to attend Mass on Sundays at 10 o'clock and be a part of our parish. We thank you for any support you would like to give to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts, the sponsoring parish for this media outreach to Catholics and other Christians in the WROL, WEZE, and podcast listening audience. In Cristo vivimos.